0: Welcome to the Continuing Educator, the official podcast of the Learning and Improvement Services team here at NWEA. We're so glad you're joining us for our fourth, I can't believe it, fourth season. Thank you for listening. This season, I'm so excited. We're going to be focused on putting big ideas to work in the classroom. We want you to walk away with something you can do right now to help you and your students. To do that, we'll be talking to both the experts from NWEA and the experts who are in classrooms now. You, the teachers.
1: If you want to leave us a message about anything we discuss on the show, send a voice recording you make on your phone to social.media at nwea.org. Be sure to include your name and the subject that you teach because you might hear us listen to your recording on air. Um, And by the way, hi, I'm Kaylee, and I'm going to be co-hosting with Jacob for this season.
0: I can't tell you how excited I am. I know you longtime listeners just heard the voice and said, wait, that's not Jacob. (laughs) You're right, it's not.
1: He's got a sidekick, folks.
0: (laughs) This is going to be an episode where we're going to talk about classroom culture, and there's no better way to introduce and, frankly, interview my co-host for the season, Kaylee Rhodes. Kaylee, welcome.
1: Yay! I'm so excited to be here and talk about real things that teachers can really use on Monday mornings from experts here at NWEA and hopefully having a ton of teacher voices on this season.
0: Yep. And you, uh, ma'am, are in fact real. You can't see her people. I'm, but I exist. She is real. She is not <laughs> chat GMT or what? GB chat. GPT. T. 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 A. I. Dot com. She is a real teacher. I want to hear your story, Kaylee, and so do our listeners. So give me the how, when, where, what, why of your path to teaching and what's going on for you now.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, so I was, uh, like a lot of teachers, I was in high school and just enamored of all of my high school teachers. And one of them uh, told me that I would be a good teacher, and it just stuck. And so I went and got um, a Master's of Arts in Teaching from Agnes Scott College in Decatur, Georgia. Represent... Uh, Scotty's. And I taught for three years in my hometown of Macon, Georgia, mm. English middle school. And then I moved out here to Portland, Oregon, where now I work at an art school teaching sixth grade math, foundational math. Um, and what i what I love about teaching is that every day is different, and you have to be a really authentic, positive but real so not like that fake positive but like Mm -hmm. really oh hi Oh hi Hi, i'm so glad to be here no (laughs) like really positive believing in what you're doing and showing up in every day like improvising so so much of teaching is improvising and i really dig that and i'm never bored and um and i really (laughs) i grew up not thinking of myself as okay, I feel bad for saying this because I don't want anyone to ever say this, but I'm going to say it. Do not say you're not a math person.
0: Exactly. In the
1: earshot of a child. Right, right. No, don't yeah. say it. But I, I don't let it clog the ears of all the students. I didn't grow up as a math person. Really? Yeah. No, I was, I was traumatized by feeling like everyone got it yeah. and I didn't. And now being in the classroom, I feel like that's my superpower, Because I can just call that out to the kids and be like, hey, how did you do that so fast in your head? And like exposing that it's not by osmosis, but it is by explicit instruction that we hand kids the tools to all be good at math at our own pace. Because we are all going to go at our own pace in math class. So that's where I came from.
0: I love that. You you know, there's the elements that you're speaking to, uh, you know, hint at a pretty dynamic classroom culture. So, can you tell us about what it's like in your class? What how did you create your classroom culture? What is the feel of the room?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with my willingness to really mess up in front of my kids, yeah. just like really like blow it mm-hmm. on a math problem up mm-hmm. on the board mm-hmm. or like just share a little bit of of everyday flaw, you know, you know, like i I know you were a teacher too, Jacob, yeah, like yeah. on those days, math, that, yeah, math. high school math, same, same exact thing. Sixth grade. Wow. Um, like I can't imagine kudos to you that wow. like, I, I can't believe it. you know, it takes, it takes all types. Right. Mm-hmm. And would you have ever wanted to teach sixth grade math?
0: Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, isn't it funny how we kind of segment like, Oh, I would never teach middle school and middle school teachers are like, what I, will I would never leave. do anything else. Yeah. This awkward age is the perfect age. I
1: don't get it. Whenever I love I, high school kids. I, whenever anyone's create. like no from middle school, I'm like, they're the best. You're mistaken. Yeah. But I um I feel like just sharing every day like, hey, yeah, sorry, I didn't really sleep well last night, so I'm totally. I'm kind of having like my voice is a little tired. Or yeah. Yeah. um being like, Oh y'all, the copy machine messed up. Can can you get started on your warm up and I'll be right back? Like yeah. just this like this almost intentional lack of polish I feel like helps them show up with their own lack of Paul. They're 11, you know?
0: I'll push you on that because I don't, I, my experience, uh, almost intentional. I actually think it's powerful when it's intentional, but blind to them, right? This this, uh, notion of struggling with an idea, struggling with a problem, but sticking with it. it's okay not to know. It's okay to get help. Yeah. When you see a a, a teacher uh, do that, when kids see that, gives them permission yeah. to. You got to be
1: careful. They can smell in inauthenticity. Exactly. So you've got to like hunt out these totally. real experiences totally. for yourself. You yeah. got like you yeah. as a what grade were you?
0: Uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll just go with twelve. Oh, you have to find a twelfth grade level math problem that you really, actually, as Jacob, yeah. struggled with. Yeah. Yeah and like m- put yourself in that position cuz also that's just empathy building sure. with them but i i also joke a lot and um i'm a big i'm a big believer in in kind of what i said about um why that student could do it so fast and making it explicit not only in the teaching but in our like interactions with each other so for instance like um the other day in my class a student made a joke and another student said something like um oh my gosh, that was so funny. I would have never thought of it like that. Like just like, just a, right, right. a throwaway compliment. And without making it weird and without turning it into like, you know, uh, a piano underscore moment, <laughs> um, I was just like, oh my gosh, I love how you just gave them that compliment. That was really cool. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. And just like call, just like quick little yep. um add a add a kid, you know, like yeah. add a add a boy, add a girl, add a them. And like making sure that they are they are recognized for these just tiny crystal genuine moments of That's kindness. Right. That's right. I feel like it, it's just working.
0: So that implies that you know, good rapport. Rapport is not yeah. uh, 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 innate. It it is something that generally needs to be crafted or intentionally sought. So talk to me about how in your classroom you establish rapport with students individually, collectively. Take us there.
1: The start of the year, I always begin with them sharing um, things that they have not enjoyed about previous classrooms. and. It's a little controversial because yeah. it does seem to kick off the year with them reliving some negativity mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. in them sharing these anecdotes with me i learned so much about them mm-hmm. and i learn that what they i learned that what they're really identifying was unpleasant for them previously was moments where they felt rushed or they felt stupid
0: Mm -hmm. or
1: they didn't feel included by their peers Mm -hmm. or um, their pronouns weren't respected or their um, learning style wasn't valued or um, they could tell the teacher blatantly liked someone else or things like that. And, just them giving voice to that in the classroom is such a gift to me. And I love hearing about it. And then like, it's just this, a few days just spent really actively listening and like, then we put it all on these big giant post-its. We put like a, what does a healthy classroom feel like? What does it feel like? Um, And like, so a couple of the interesting comments that they've come up with that are still hanging on my walls are things like a good classroom knows the difference between laughing at and laughing with.
0: Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, And then they also said we get into a conversation of like, I don't want the work to be too hard. And then another student every year will inevitably say, but I don't want it to be too easy. (laughs) And so then we have this great moment of like what we're really talking about is the zone of proximal development without them knowing it. And I'm like, "Okay, so we want our work to feel spicy. We want it to feel spicy. We can still chew it and swallow it, but it's got a little heat. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Write that down. And so we're starting to just like use Fun language and they they generated these ideas that then make it up onto our board of like what ultimately becomes kind of our classroom contract.
0: Yeah, I love that. um, You know, it it occurs to me that um, while this is helping you establish rapport with the kids, seems to me in, in what you're describing, there is an echo benefit of kids getting to reflect upon themselves as learners as well. Right. Oh, yeah. that, that kind of building that, those elements of agency that can't be really overstated.
1: No. And, and starting the year like that, um, with the, the guys being that they're telling me, cause they're looking at me and I'm the one who asked the question, mm-hmm. but what they're really doing is telling each other mm-hmm. w- without them knowing it, you know, mm-hmm. cause they're not ready to talk to each other yet. Mm-hmm. They're 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and, So they're just kind of like, yeah, I had this teacher who did that, who said this mean thing to me. And and sometimes it gets a little derivative and I have to, you know, distill it and be like, what I'm hearing you say is that you didn't really like being disrespected. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But what that does is another student will come online and go, yeah, a similar thing happened to me last year. And they are all coming from different schools because my school starts at sixth grade. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have a fresh start but they're connecting over these shared experiences and these shared desires. Um, And then, of course, we talk about what makes you feel nervous in math class. And they're like, when you time us, that's Mm -hmm. like inevitably a thing. Like, when you make us do the times tables fast. And I'm like, okay, why do you think teachers want you to be able to do them fast? And they're like, because they want us to know. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay. So how can we – I do want you to know them. So what else should I do? And then we've come up with this system, tip for math teachers, where – we still do time sheets, but they tell me their time. They tell me what their goal is. Oh great. So I'm like this is more
0: agency building, right? Yeah.
1: I'm like, this is designed to be it's almost like a um you know in golf, I don't golf, but nor do um, I. <laughs> right. Um mini I,
0: golf. Mini sure. Golf. Oh,
1: oh putt putt. Um I you know, in golf like you have like a par three. Sure. But based on your based on your what is called a handicap. Okay. Which I don't love. Um, based on your buffer. Um, you might be happy if you get it in in six and that's totally fine that's great Mm -hmm. and so up on the board I'll be like this is a three minute math sheet allegedly do you want (laughs) to go do you want to go for three minutes do you want to go for four do you want to go for four and a half and they all go around the room and I just like I write I record and um, so then students start like making up stuff like one of my students is like I want to go for can you tell me when it's been four minutes I'll put a star but then I want to keep going until five minutes I love
0: this this notion of you're not in competition with each other no. or some impartial third thing. It's really yourself, right? Yeah. Right?
1: And like getting it all up on the board, then they see what other people choose and they're like, I want to do that one. I want to do that thing that that, that Cosmo's doing. Like, right. And so it's just, it's really, I feel like um, building this classroom of... Um, I think, of course, all teachers know that it has to come very rooted in a sense of like, I am in control, you know, but mm-hmm. there's so much agency. And uh, another thing that I wanted to say about, about kicking off the school year is that um, I do this Google form where I ask them these really silly questions. Yeah. Like, uh, if you were, are you a mix of a unicorn and a mermaid or a... A falcon and an elephant, and like just like these, a like, right? These just like silly things mixed in with things like what song feels like it's part of your life right now. Mm-hmm. And then I like get all these songs, and if mm-hmm. they're appropriate, I put them on a playlist, things sure. like that. Sure. But um, this is kind of the more like controversial, specific thing that I do. That okay. not that maybe like may five percent yeah, like of our teachers would like. But I on my Google form I ask like, um, do you uh, like having your hair touched? What I know,
0: what?
1: Um, and I have like a. Do I have you have like, a lawyer? I have a multiple choice thing where they're like, y- yes, most of the time. It's never always. I don't have an all because like I don't believe in blanket consent, but like it's just like yes, most of the time, or no, never, or like please ask me. And what start, are you a
0: hair toucher? And
1: so I will walk around the room and I'll be like, do you feel like having your hair touched today? And like while they're working, I'll just like kind of like mess with their hair, like sometimes playfully. Like your Jacob has a bun right now, so I would walk past your hair and I would like flick your bun. I'd be like, hey, good job. You're doing great. And the amount of times that I would like do, I would like toss one girl's ponytail. And then like the looks from around the room of like longing, like, please come over and like give me attention to. And like, it's just what it really is, is that like, it's making math less like this institution where I'm the warden so, and I'm like walking around with my so clipboard or my pencil like, yep you know who's done mm-hmm. and instead it's like uh we're just hanging out doing math and i'm like oh great job hair toss and mm-hmm. like i know mm-hmm. that like that's a that's an interesting thing because it's touch and i always ask for consent um yeah, yeah. but it is also like yeah it's, it's one unusual of those, right yeah it is it is but unusual. I'm, a, I'm a
0: you know i'm a fist bumper i'm a i'm yeah. a, a hand slapper completely yeah. and
1: i yeah. um but it's like one of those things that i have noticed in my classroom It takes us from feeling like a classroom to feeling like a club.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, And so club, club dynamics, kid dynamics. There's a lot we've talked about. How do you, you've talked a lot about navigating relationships with students individually and collectively. How about between each other? Right. Conflict arises. Dissonance is real. Um, Capturing. Um, I mean, you did speak to capturing that moment of, oh, I love the way you complimented him.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: but but um, how do you handle interpersonal relations? real time interpersonal yeah, stuff. Yeah.
1: um I'll be honest with you, I'm not awesome at it, mm,
0: that's good because I am <laughs> I'm just kidding i mean i, I will, I'll say I'm not bad but I'm, i' i'm
1: mean, I'm not yeah. i'm it's something that I work on, you know yeah, um we are. I think I can do more i can i can right now, I err on not inserting myself, yeah, and it's not because I don't know what to do, it's because. At this particular age, Mm. I know Mm. that oftentimes whatever is happening, a teacher might intervene and I'm more interested in like, how are Mm y'all handling it? Let me Mm -hmm. keep an eye on it Mm -hmm. for the next week kind of thing. Um, Unless, of course, it's like unsafe. But if it just seems like two students are irritated with each other or like they're a little snipey with each other, I'm just like, great, I won't put them in a group for a minute, but I'll see how that levels out
0: monitor
1: um but i i will say that every now and then when i see something that that i it, it absolutely needs to be addressed i'll just be like and in, in in front of the class i just i feel like i need to address it but with love and compassion and not like punitiveness but i need to address it out loud mm-hmm. because it happened out mm-hmm. loud mm-hmm. if there's an offense that happens out loud and i address it privately that's valid but also the the rest of the class isn't learning or seeing that Mm -hmm. and so i will say something like um hey i don't think that that i think that comic maybe came out in a way you didn't intend i think you're trying to joke um but it came out a little unkind yeah do you think that maybe uh you could have a redo
0: right and they will
1: like kind of sometimes most of the time try to do a little redo yeah and it's not always awesome yeah they'll be like oh no i was just kidding and i'm like so you were just kidding and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's make sure we kid with kindness. And they're yep. like, okay. Yep. And I think in that moment, it's important to have, if an offense occurs publicly, the apology needs to be public too. Sure, so sure. that's my one thing that I'm proud of myself for. Yeah. But I need, to, I need to work on this.
0: Let me, uh, um, I mean, for, if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of, uh, on either sides of the sixth grade level, I'll actually start with when my daughter uh, was in first grade and, you know, it was pre-pandemic. Uh, uh, just barely. Um, there was some mean girl stuff happening, and I'm quite in first grade in first grade. You that know what stinks. I mean? Uh, I'm quite certain my daughter was part of it. Sure. Um, but her teacher did something I thought was brilliant. Mm. She had all so talk about age appropriate, right? So she had all the kids write a heart, draw a heart on a piece of paper. And great, And that's your heart. And then she said, "How do you feel when somebody hurts your feelings?" and uh everybody you know obviously named their emotions She's like yeah it's like let's crumple it up let's crumple it up you Mm. know so everybody crumpled it up and she's like now when you say sorry you're trying to make up for that right so everybody now try to smooth out your heart Mm. and the kids like it was so poignant in fact i I sometimes get teary thinking about it seeing my daughter's reaction like but you couldn't get all the wrinkles out and she's like yeah that's that's what it's like. So we need to be careful in how we care for each other. So poignant, that is my, so beautiful. Just sticks with my daughter, like this image of trying to push out the wrinkles in her heart that she couldn't get rid of. Yeah. Um. I, I just no. I think it's beautiful, brilliant move. Especially
1: because I think it's important. Um, for teacher teachers are so fatigued about talking yeah. about um bullying in the general sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When really bullying, um. Can is like a death by a thousand cuts kind of issue Drawing. a lot of the times of just like not feeling included or not feeling yeah. understood or not feeling yeah. like your jokes are received or yeah. anyone's curious about your drawings or anyone wants to listen to your SoundCloud, you know, mm-hmm. and these little um, tiny adjustments that that we can make and call out to students really explicitly of like, hey, um, when someone is telling a story or someone is sharing um the, the dream they had last night, yeah. you know, just yeah. something that silly. Yeah. Um, let's make sure that we are modeling the kind of listening that that you would want to be given. And what does that look like? It looks like eye contact. Your body is shifted towards them. You're, you are um, asking them maybe one yeah. follow up question yeah. of just like how to how how can we make explicit to a five year old, a ten year old, a fifteen year old. Um, and then on up into adulthood, right? Right. Uh, What does it look like to be present with someone and make them feel valued the way that you would want to feel valued? That's
0: right. I think that's a hundred percent right in my experience. And in in my high school classroom, it's like, um, you know, things manifest differently at different developmental ages. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you are in a primary early grades classroom you get to know the kids throughout the year because you're with them all the time even you know uh, early secondary where you're perhaps uh, traveling through the schedule the different teachers together though yeah but when you're in high school you know my, my uh, schedules, seven uh, different preps, kids going all over, regrouping.
1: Yeah, more like college, right, less right. like a cohort.
0: Sort of like adulthood, you yeah. know, uh, this notion of, so for me, this uh, managing, navigating relationships with each other, I think the bigger challenge in uh, upper secondary is, do kids know each other's names? Yeah. Do they have an opportunity to learn about each other in a in a, a safe and quasi structured environment, you know, initially, yeah. um, so that community can be built, uh, I'm not trying to make best friends out of everybody, but to do the group work that I love to do, it necessitates uh, uh, kids having at least first name awareness, if not, hey, you know, uh, M- Matt uh, had a rough week last week, uh, because things were happening. Uh, I, you know, this ability to see and um, Just notice. Notice, right? Yeah, yeah that it, it's such a, an important part of the developmental process that's non-academic and absolutely uh, a critical underpinning to success. I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, you're making me think of something, Jacob, because I feel like the marker for teachers creating a successful classroom culture seems to be like, it, it feels like a very binary game. It's like all or nothing. Are we a cohesive team or mm-hmm. are we not? Mm-hmm. And really, maybe more the question is, have I created enough safety in this room for two two things to have happened. One that every student knows I care about them. Mm -hmm. I am the teacher, I am the adult. It is my responsibility Mm -hmm. to care about these kids. And opportunity number two, have I created enough in place where they have the opportunity to make a connection with maybe one other like-minded kiddo? I don't need you all to be best friends, but just have I done enough in place? Have I normed enough? Have I named enough? that that I have created the opportunity where you can find one connection with another, just one one student.
0: I'm valued.
1: We don't, it's, not, it's not all or nothing. Right, right. It's not a switch. Yeah. It's, a, it's a spectrum.
0: Kaylee, I am so excited about this season's podcast. I'm so glad you've joined the team and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: I'm so glad I'm here. I can't wait to talk about what we do that makes the magic work. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for all the voices that were featured on our podcast today. Uh, Please subscribe, share, and review our podcast. Send it over to any other teachers who you think might enjoy us. And don't forget to leave us a voicemail about this episode, about tech in your classroom, what's working in your classroom. Hey, a comment that a parent made that made you feel great at social.media at nwea.org. I'm Jacob. I'm Kaylee.
0: And this has been The Continuing Educator. We'll see you next time.